Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. In this newest podcast episode, I provide a performance update on the nutritional snacking portfolio at the Simply Good Foods Company and explain how I think their brands, Quest Nutrition and Atkins Nutritionals, will perform in the current recessionary period. But before we get started, I would love if you took 51 seconds out of your day to leave a rating or review on whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. Will the protein bar competitive landscape continue to be envious of market leader Quest Nutrition as the economy falls into a recession? I'll touch on some deeper thoughts surrounding that introduction later in this content, but on June 30th of 2022, the Simply Good Foods Company reported its fiscal 2022 quarter three earnings for the period ending May 28th, 2022. As I usually do with these kind of quarterly updates, I'll start with running through some high-level financial data to update you on how the Simply Good Foods Company performed recently, but more importantly, I'll use the earnings report, the conference call, and any of the publicly disclosed like relevant news to give context for my expanded strategic commentary on trends that are happening within the health and fitness snacking space. For my new community members that might not be familiar, the functional CPG brands that are in the Simply Good Foods Company's portfolio are Atkins Nutritionals, yes, from the Atkins Diet, and Quest Nutrition. The portfolio had quarterly revenue of $316.5 million, which was up 11.5% year over year and 6.7% on a quarter over quarter sequential basis. In terms of geographic performance, North America was up 12.9% year-over-year, but international was down 25.1% year-over-year. The reasoning behind the sharp international revenue decline was that the company exited the European region, but core international, so X that European region, did see year-over-year net sales growth of 8.1%. Total Simply Good Foods Company retail takeaway for the 13 weeks ending May 29th of 2022 increased 14.4% in the U.S. measured channels according to IRI, Mula Plus convenience stores. This was slightly above the total nutritional snacking category growth in that same period of 13%. Gross margin was 37.5%, which was down 510 basis points year over year, but was up 90 basis points on a quarter over quarter sequential basis. That is certainly not great, but it could have been a lot worse. And leadership stated on the conference call that the supply chain cost inflation was partially offset by the previously discussed price increase and favorable product form and customer mix. Additionally, the 2021 quarter three gross margin comps were the highest since the Quest Nutrition acquisition. So that year-over-year drop shouldn't be a huge concern. So let's kind of start with a recap of how the Atkins Nutritionals brand did during this quarter. Retail takeaway for the brand increased 3.4% year-over-year. This was up substantially compared to the weight management segment of the nutritional snacking category that saw a declining sales rate of 4.7%. The core categories of 
Atkins Nutritionals, which is bars and shakes, had all track channel retail takeaway growth collectively of 3.5% year over year. That being said, the positive performance was carried by shakes that were up 14.1%. All other snacking formats from the brand saw retail takeaway growth of 3.1% year over year. This includes the Atkins Indulge Confections line that has seen continued strong performance at 8.1% growth. Amazon, which is the Atkins Nutritional brand's second largest customer, was up 39% year over year. Now, let's kind of look deeper at the recent performance of Quest Nutrition. Retail takeaway for Quest Nutrition across the track channels increased 30.6% year over year. The brand continues to outperform the active nutrition segment of the nutritional snacking category that saw quarterly growth of 18.9%. This outperformance is being driven by an increase of household penetration, strong consumption across all major forms, and success of new product launches. Quest Bars had tracked channel retail takeaway growth in the quarter of 14.1%. The snackier portion of Quest products, which includes confections, cookies, and chips, continued to be the star of the brand and increased 65% year over year. Quest Bar continues to be the top-selling protein bar on the Amazon marketplace. In this quarter, Amazon growth reached 23% year-over-year. Now, I want to transition into discussing what I was referring to in the introduction of this content. I hate using the R word before it's official, but with the yield curve inverting recently, you have a high probability of a recession happening soon. Even the Atlanta Fed GDP now gauge is predicting the second quarter running at a negative 1%. Coupled with the first quarter GDP decline of 1.6%, that would technically fit the definition of a recession. So how does the nutritional snacking category perform during this current uh, predicted recession? Unknown, and, and that's because this is uncharted territory for many functional CPG subcategories that were either nascent or didn't even exist during the last recession. Throw in the fact that pricing levels are extremely high, unlike the last recession, and things could get kind of really gnarly. Recently, I've been working with functional food, functional beverage, and nutritional supplement brands to build assumptions to kind of roll up into applicable models for the next kind of 12 to 18 months. Here's a few things to consider. First, consumers will likely eat out less, which usually helps the ingestible CPG categories. Secondly, consumers will shift shopping behaviors. I expect less overall shopping trips less store variety, and a higher proportion of shopping will be done at discounters. Third is that private label will surge, so CBG entrepreneurs really need to watch out if their subcategory has high private label penetration. Fourth is that snacking will likely be less impacted because it will provide consumers a lower cost way of enjoyment, so be that kind of indulgences or health-related. And then fifth, the pandemic will continue to strengthen the wellness halo and help prop up buy rates, but brands should really still focus on recruiting consumers into their offerings. So how does the Simply Good Foods company do in this predicted recession? I think many of those assumptions above are a net positive for Quest Nutrition and Atkins Nutritionals. 
it's a kind of a decent setup for the company to survive um, and likely thrive comparative to most of the competitive landscape. It's going to be a wild period for any functional CPG brand, but I think humans will continue to invest in themselves and the categories will be resilient even though they're considered a consumer discretionary and not a consumer staple. And then for this last part of the content, I wanted to cover the kind of always top of mind subject with the Simply Good Foods company, and that's with mergers and acquisitions. When the Simply Good Foods company purchased Quest Nutrition about three years ago, it had leverage of over four times. So first job for leadership was to deleverage the balance sheet. Now they are at about one and a half times, which is a very comfortable place to be at for them to do mergers and acquisitions. The current issue now is that the relevant growth company targets are in a bit of a daze. Last year, these brands were asking for historic valuations on funding rounds and potential buyouts. Now they are looking at their investment banking contacts and are in kind of disbelief that the strategic investor offers are much lower. Additionally, good luck testing the IPO markets. It will likely take an extended challenging operational period, like what I predicted above, for entrepreneurs to reset their expectations again. On the conference call, the CEO of the Simply Good Foods company did say that the recent quarter was the least busy in terms of them looking at due diligence and certain like M&A talks. I've said over the last kind of year-ish that the Simply Good Foods company is in this kind of eat or be eaten kind of phase. On the one hand, they're doing great to the point that mergers and acquisitions would be a nice to have and not a need to have situation for them. On the other hand, they're doing good and bigger CPG conglomerates that are interested in transforming their portfolios could target the Simply Good Foods company. Either way, I think deal making might slow up a bit across the CPG industry landscape and companies with strong balance sheets will prefer to utilize excess cash to pay down debt and buy back stock at these lower price levels. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly. 